Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming, starring what? Zach and Matt and what? Alana and what? Jay. Get what? Jay. What? 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 Seriously? And today we're talking about Andor episode nine, nine, and Star Girl episode ten. What? They should be the same. Yeah, they're both episode nine. They're both episode <laughs> nine. They're we both episode ten. <laughs> both episode whatever what it, wait hold on the one that uploaded today was oh my gosh oh. episode 9 so now it's episode 10 <laughs> yeah episode, episode 10 and we are playing Fortnite and Alana is not playing no she's playing the life of Guess what? Okay. She has vacation box. Hanging out. Okay, so jumping right into Andor, Matt has a fan theory he would like to share how he would like the entire series to end. Then that's not really a theory as much as just... Prediction? What would you call it? A joke? Explaining what you want to happen? <laughs> so, okay, so, okay. so let me paint this scene for you. So we were talking about how, remember how in the first episode they had flashbacks and he was talking about his sister and then she was never mentioned again except for once? Yeah. So here's what I was thinking. So they, like, they have the final episode, you know, they resolve all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, big epic final. Then it, 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 start, it does the credits and then it has an after credit scene. <laughs> and it shows... Andor and Jin Ursao on um, what's that planet at the end of Rogue One? I don't know. Scaro? Where this is going? Scaro? 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 I don't know. And they are, and they're sitting on the beach, like holding each other. And then Andor turns to her and he says, "You know, did I ever tell you about how I found my sister on some planet?" And then blah blah <laughs> wait, blah blah blah. And then it shows Jin the giant Ursa explosion. What? I thought Jin Ursa was his sister. No. no, that was Zach's. That was Zach's theory. Or he's like, "I'm so glad I found you, sister." Yeah. I, either way, I don't think they're bringing the sister back. We're, yeah. So I don't think that Cassian's going to tell Jin about his sister Ray as they're about to die. Okay, but that way they <laughs> that way they could explain it. Hmm. You know. Yeah. Jay, Jay, what do you think? You're muted. The sister will eventually be a thing. <laughs> we can only hope. I mean, it seems like it's going to be a big thing. I mean, semi-big thing. I don't know. Um, you bet on it? I sure. predict that the sister will not... I bet that the sister will not be back. Be, be, mention, be anything more than a topic of conversation between now and the end of the series. The series or the season? The season. Is there more than one series? Is there going to be more than one season? I don't know. Potentially. You can hedge your bets and save the season. I'll save this. In that case, I'll definitely save the season. <laughs> and and whoever wins the Such bet, confidence. Jay, Jay, here's the terms of the bet: whoever wins the bet has to come on the podcast and say the other person is a I. Uh, what's the term Donald Trump said? Troglodyte. Sta stable genius <laughs> is a stable genius. A very stable genius. No, yeah. an amazing detective slash genius. Yeah, that works too. Ouch. Mm. So this season. All right. So what are what is the terms? Do they have to just be mentioned? Does it have to be a complete and utter like a full complete yeah, I mean, plot line? 
Yeah, can it be the stinger? I uh, I would say anything more than the convert than a conversation. So if it's a stinger and it's like him with the sister or him going to find the sister. Well going what to if find it's the sister, sister herself. What if it's a Sokatano being like, I need to find my brother? <laughs> I don't know what that re- I don't know what that's referencing. Like. <laughs> like I'm saying Ahsoka is his sister. <laughs> oh, anything wow. beyond he just, him just he's just and, hiding, say, hiding his uh head tongs. I would say anything beyond him saying anything more involved than him saying, Okay, I'm good now I'm gonna go find my sister. Okay. Like okay. if he actually goes to find her in this season and makes and progress, if, if on she it. appears on screen, yes. What well, if? Then. Ah, see, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's. I think it's going to be more of a stinger, or like the last episode, they're going to be like, "Oh, we have word of your sister," or something like along those lines. I think she's going to become something. What of a plot point? But like, not. Mm. Well, yeah, if she I... does. It's definitely going to feel like it's out of nowhere because he hasn't been talked about for a long time. Yeah. Well, he's been kind of busy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Zach? So, yeah. So we go to the, the prison, obviously, and Andy Circus has this cool line where he says, 5,000 men are about to find out they're never leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he had, he, that was a cool line. A bunch of his other lines in this episode, people like the show obviously like thinks they're cool, but then they're not cool. Like yes. they do all this like dramatic his, music. His big speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? That speech was great. I knew it was a little long. It was <laughs> not great. It was bad. It was objectively well, yeah. bad. We can I'm agree sorry. to disagree about that. It was nice but, because it shows that he was hesitant. Guys, and guys then are trying to lobby. Went, it's not working. And then he went and stole all of Andor Cassian's words. <laughs> and it was nice because it, it showcases how much uh, people actually follow and listen to him and actually like care like what he says and how he can influence people and convince them to go along with his harebrained schemes or desperate plans. And I think I figured out that's what why the prison was so effective to me, because it reminded me of how I felt in the last quarter of Rogue One. What's that? So, th- so the first three quarters of Rogue One, I was terribly bored. But the last quarter of Rogue One, I thought was very effective. Tension. At least it really worked for me. Is it because of the buildup and the set, like the little pieces they set up beforehand, or just because it was faster paced? Uh. It, well, yes, it was certainly faster paced, but how the stakes kept rising and rising and rising and the, the characters start dying, like Don, Donnie Yen goes and then everybody goes. And especially, and then of course it all culminates with the big Darth Vader scene where they barely get the plans away from him at the last second. Even though I knew what was going to happen, I found it to be really tense and really exciting. But you also felt like your characters are like, really struggling against overwhelming odds and they were all about to die at any second. Uh, I did agree that the, that this scene had a lot of... It was exciting. It did have a lot of tension. I'm not really sure why. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's not like we cared about any of these people. Other than, How dare you? <laughs> other than Andor, who we knew was going to live because it's a prequel. You mm-hmm. didn't care about the injustice of them constantly being re-imprisoned and just 
shuffled away without anyone actually knowing. no you're right you're right i'm sorry there was tension i was worried that the breakout was wasn't going to work and there would be more prison stuff in the show that i would have to watch <laughs> so you were just worried that they would just be back in prison and you'd have i was to like please i can't scenes? take any more of them putting the machinery together <laughs> please let them get out i don't care well, about the rest of them either just andor well, I had some empathy for all the faceless people and how they were, like, coming up from the bottom. I still can't really explain why it was so effective for me, but it was. I mean... Maybe you're getting sentimental in your old age. Possibly. You have to consider, like, the reason why it got, like, it worked for me is because you those people probably did stupid little crimes like what Cassian was there for. Like, literally just looking over his shoulder and, like, walking at a brisk pace. Like, and then mm. he was sentenced for six years. And to think, okay, fine. He's gonna get out, right? These these guys are gonna get out. And then to find out, oh no. Like, there was obviously higher stakes in play. Mm -hmm. And that was, you know, it, it makes you it's empathetically like, hmm, this is kind of shitty. Like it showcases a lot to that end. Yeah. Yep. Zach's definitely like getting sentimental. But but there's also some of that where that Zach is just I, sentimental. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I think it also just the feeling of like, yeah, we compared it to Squid Game earlier. So there was some of that. This isn't a perfect comparison, of course, because in Squid Game they chose to be there, but I think you know what I mean. Like, as I've said many times, the whole sci fi prison thing really got to me. We're desperate. We're desperate men. I have the death sentence on both systems. Alana, any thoughts? Uh, You're too busy slurping. I was blowing my nose. Uh, we're talking about prison break? Yeah. <laughs> well, Dad, just the prison in bad. general. I just can't swim. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we'll get to that. <laughs> what do you think happened to him? Did he just turn around and go home? Uh, I think he found a flotation device. Mm. <laughs> Dead bodies float. You know, not not right away. Yeah. I I think that uh, he doesn't float away. That they find him and recapture him, and then they use his body as a template for Snoke. Oh my god! <laughs> all the That's Snoke hilarious. All the Snoke theories <laughs> works for I me. Think that's what happens. Maybe he is Snoke and it's like a Kaiser Sose situation. Or it's like the old man from Squid Game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's back. Good point. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, it worked, it worked for Squid Game. I don't know about everything else. What bummed me out about that whole portion was the fact that, like, his whole speech is, like, part of his whole speech is look out for each other. We are all, you know, one way out. We all go. If mm. someone's hurt, you or ever if someone's confused, you pick them up and you help them, you guide them, and mm -hmm. then no one helped him or guided him when he couldn't swim. Well, Andor tried to, but he got pushed. But yeah, yeah, yeah but no one yeah, else did. Why he no. wasn't jumping? They no, just, you know like, what he's like? like? Is he's like Moses? He could leave I was his about to say to the that. Land, but he couldn't oh, go there himself. Oh, oh. oh my god! So deep. Hashtag deep. Oh my god! It's religious text. This show, Thank it's on God. another level. <laughs> but, like, okay. Why is he Moses, though? I don't get, I don't check the metaphor after that. It's like bitter, bitter irony. Also, like, he was also kind of a, 
like he helped the Imperials, so he doesn't deserve. That's true. That. He you did. Know? He did. He was like a. Uh, let's, uh, let's not get into that. What he was like. He was a traitor, a bitchy traitor. He was a collaborator. Taking fire. What? Oh, he was like one of those like Jews that helped out the concentration camps. Oh, a Sonder Commando? Wow, that's yeah, a little yeah. harsh, Alana. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, let's not get into it. Or up, Jay? You... We got a guy near us. Or a Uden rat? <laughs> <laughs> They're all down below. Die! <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Let's see. All right. So then the other big scene is we had the scene with Mon Mothma about marrying off her daughter, which people I saw compared to uh, Game of Thrones, but I was rather bored. Totally like Game of Thrones. I, you know, I was excited to have Mon Mothma in this, but now I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> not really going for just looking uncomfortable. Like, she's, she's oh. not doing anything. Like, she's, like she's not. Do- yeah, like it'd be cool she's if it was her, like leading yeah, exactly. the rebellion and like making yeah. hard moral choices. Right. She's just like here. She's acting happy inside her handsome home. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> and and Luthen's riding in his taxi. <laughs> yeah, taking tricks and getting stoned. Taking okay. tips. Taking <laughs> starting tricks. It? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. any other comments about the Mon Mothma scene? Um, I liked it uh, mainly because you know it's setting her up because we've only known her to be a very stoic, very by the books, having like pretty clear decisions that need to be made for the alliance. Right? We don't see like all the sacrifices like we've never seen like her true sacrifices or like her really go through any real turmoil we've only seen her have to like make military decisions or republic decisions so the fact that now we're getting to a place of we're seeing her how she goes from a sen- regular senator pretty clean cloth to the to whatever appearance but they're underneath all that is all this other turmoil and like shadiness and like all the things that mm-hmm. she's had to go through. So it's nice to round her out a lot more to see that. I, I like, I liked it too, actually. I like that scene too, because it, it forced her to make a choice between her family and the rebellion in like a real quantifiable way, not just like money or putting her, her own life at risk. Now she has to really decide like, a moral, you know, it's a moral choice. Literally, she has to really decide. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, if she's willing to go get into, have her family get into bed with a bunch of gangsters, mm-hmm. right? That's right. That's right. Compromise her, you know, her principles versus, and not winning. just hers. Yeah, it was good. Not just hers. Her actual daughter, and we already know that she was okay with her lot of being, you know, paired up as a young age because. She admits, I mean, that's her lot in life and traditional, but we already, but we do know that she's not necessarily the happiest with that tradition. So to see this now bite her in the butt, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. Yep, I agree. So I thoroughly enjoy that, especially considering we just had a bunch of scenes with the daughter, like being like, eh, screw you, I do what I want. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Like, Oh, I am protecting you, youngin. What are you doing? And now you're yeah. gonna 
Bite the I hand that feeds you. Okay. Right. I kind of like my Moffat being like, this is what you get for disrespecting me. I'm going to marry you off to some low life. <laughs> Take that. Honestly, if I were her, I would be happily introduce them. Why is that? And then, like, try to fake push them together. Because, you know, the daughter will never go for whatever she wants. She would oh, so be like, here is this gangster guy. He's a low life. He's the worst. No, don't, no. Don't like him. No, no. I'd be like, look at this fine young man. Look, he would make us so happy. He'd make me so proud of you. It's the reverse psychology. Because her daughter <laughs> doesn't like him. Yeah, she wouldn't want to marry him. But she wants mm. him to marry him, so no. that way she gets no, no. The, the money. No, 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 no. The no, no, no. agreement is she just has to introduce them. No, no, no. Jay, uh, Jay, Jay, Jay. Come on. The gangster guy <laughs> is not going to be like, oh, her daughter doesn't want to? Oh, okay. I accept the 14-year-old's decision. Come on. <laughs> yes. There's no choice involved. He's just, he's like pretending. Well, yes, but at least it's a way, it's literally, it's a cheesy way to get around it's opening options to get out of whatever agreements she has to have it's like hey jay why don't you try meth one time <laughs> okay just just come meet my son i, I think it's more like, like... They don't have to get married just try it just try this well I, I think I, I definitely think like in these high politicking where every thing they say has a double meaning why don't you introduce us as code for like Oh, 100%. But right. if that is the legal contract, or not the legal contract, but if that's the actual formal contract that they're agreeing upon, it gives her options to get out. It, mm-hmm. Right? Because if the daughter says clear. no, then she still wins, right? They need, they need some sort of like shenanigans thing where the daughter accidentally stabs the son in the hand or something. And it's like, no, they can never get married. Get out of it. No, but you know, but that type of thing wouldn't detract. I mean, a gangster son is going to do what a gangster's daddy wants. What I mean is, one of those like rom com plots, like Princess Diaries. Yeah. But, (laughs) so, I mean, I think that's a, that that is a potential way for Mon to get out of it. Um, That's what I would do. I'd be like, yeah, no, you should totally hook up with this dude. I, I fully support this marriage. Go for it. Be proud. Make me happy. Who cares about your happiness? You make you gotta make me happy by marrying this dude. And she'd be like, screw you. And I hate you, Mom. I love dad. He lets me stay out late and smoke marijuana. Or whatever. Hyper marijuana. Hyper marijuana, right. The death <laughs> yeah, death sex. Hyper death sticks. Uh, yeah, but yeah, way better so, than normal yeah, so that's uh, so I've been actually really enjoying the mod math bus stuff just because it just does it's been slowly elaborating on a whole lot more to her uh, predicaments mm-hmm. and uh, showcasing how much more she actually has been sacrificing, and it's not just like everything's being handed to her, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like she actually has to make decisions. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, you, certainly if you're a Mon Mothma fan, this show gives you plenty of her. But she doesn't do that much cool stuff. She's just Not yet. Like, look, yeah. She sits around looking sad. Kind of like what she does in Return of the Jedi. For now. Okay, so yeah. So back to the prison. So their, their big plan involves Andrew just pulls some pipes apart to flood the ground. 
and it works. Well, not just pull pipes apart. I and mean, everything gets zapped. Zappy zap. It's mm. actually a really smart play. I mean... Well, considering the floor is electrified, yeah. But it doesn't work at first. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, so like, what's smart about it is Andy Serkis's character um, make so when everyone else has to jump, right? um, Mm -hmm. He stays because he understands that if everyone's up off of the floor, they're not going to actually shock the floor. Like, there's no reason to. But so, so he stays in the electrified area to force them to shock the floor. Oh, I see. So he's willing to sacrifice himself to bug out the uh, the system. Right. I thought the water was related to the hydraulics. I thought that initially as well. Um, it, I mean, it, I called it, that. Maybe last it did both. Because it, did it break the elevator? Is the idea? No, no. Yeah. Oh, so they he climb up jams- Yeah, because if they yeah. lifted it up all the way, they wouldn't be able to get up to the second floor. Yeah. So right. he, yeah. So he b- b- jams it with uh, the uh, uh, what you call it with uh, jammed with the right. with the rod that he used to break the hydro uh, the water. Mm-hmm. There's only one man who would raspberry me. There's another. There was another close call with the floor. I noticed. I think we all noticed with the floor. Yeah, when they were like electrifying in three, two, one, and at, just at one is when Andrew gets off the, the floor. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I hate that. Oh my god, get off the floor, you turd. He, he tabs fate. <laughs> a lot. It's because he's such a badass man. He lives a life yeah. of danger. Yeah, he doesn't care. What is this? Uh, so yeah, some observations we noticed they don't shoot these two Imperials at the. Uh, what is this? When they could. Right, you hit it with your harvester, Jay, for a quest. They have these two Imperials at gunpoint, and they don't kill them. Nor yeah. do they stun them or anything. They just they just walk away. They're like, bye. Yeah. Also, the the uh, the rebel the uh, the rebels the uprising convicts didn't take any of their boots. I yeah, think, yeah. I was noticing that. I, if I were them, that would be the first thing I would do is put the no. boots on. So, um, sorry, not to say no to you. That's uh, <laughs> I'm used to it. The thing is. Like they know that the one, they know that the floors are messed up, so they're they're not going to get be electrified, possibly on other floors. But they already know that they already have the guards on on defense and on the run. They have to react fast. If they don't react fast, they're gonna be screwed. And that they have the overwhelming numbers. They know that they're already willing to sacrifice lives so it's better just to get the guns and get to make sure that no one else comes back behind them and gets those weapons so just immediately grab the guns and go take care of what they need to do so that they can uh, pursue and push is was smart and then the other thing about that scene is it's smart that they took Andy Serkis is. I, what, I can't remember his character name. It's just what it doesn't M, matter. Right? He's Andy Kino, Serkis. Kino. Kino. Remember, because like Kano. Oh, that's right. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So yeah. So they. So Cassian pulls him off of that duty, and he's like, "No, no, no. You need to come with me because he knows that only someone who has had like that type of responsibility of controlling men, and mm. the men that would know, potentially understand or know that voice." Because would 
be willing to follow. So he knows that he needs that voice. No one knows Cassian. No one gives a shit about Cassian. But at least he has, because Cassian has that whiny ass voice. Mm-hmm. He understands that Kino has that powerful voice. You can inspire people in a way and I does. <laughs> and he knows that he knows the vocab. He knows like the routines. He knows how to the system works. So he know he is the most likely person to be at the head of everything. So I like the fact that they just rush through because they don't want to have that r- risk. Okay. And uh, I also like else? that they take uh, Mish. Uh, Mish is the one who's running around freeing the prisoners and at, in the end is the one that runs off with Andor uh, Cassian because then we see why they are so bonded in Rogue One. Is he in Rogue One? I've, I do not remember him in Rogue One. Wait, who's in Rogue The guy at the end that they run what's together. Okay, Melshi? Yep. The guy, yeah. the, the guy that, that dude's the, in Rogue One? They, yeah. go swim, they go swimming together? Yes, they do. They go skinny dipping. No, <laughs> yeah, no way. Fun. That's how the movie starts. It is? What? No, I think I'm going to have to watch that movie not. again. <laughs> <laughs> she is an alternative yeah, to get anywhere near us. Zach, come on, let's go follow Jack. Okay. Well, that is but an alternate no, but it, there is, but Yeah, no, they do. They are known to have, like, they are, like, they know each other and which mm. is why. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just reading a book about Bonnie and Clyde. And that was something they would do is they would break their friends out of prison. And by friends, they just mean people that they know from the criminal life. And felt they obligated to help. Nice. Right, we're coming. Cool. Uh, okay. Who said there's no honor among thieves? So, so yes, yeah, so that was a long way of explaining why they didn't get didn't take the boots, but you know it's fine. <clears throat> Sniper so, rifle there, Jay. So then, really, I only have just at the end with uh, the ISB guy is the elevator guy. That's my note. I don't remember what it means. The ISB guy is the elevator guy. Elevator guy is the ISB guy. Yeah, that's my. Oh yeah, that's my note. so so they have a they have a uh, they have a traitor. Right. Mm. So one of the one of the ISB guys is a traitor, and he goes and talks oh, to yeah, Luthen. Yeah, yeah. Right. Deej Deej is uh, underling. So I said last week that she was getting really fed up with him because he kept taking like going that was over. Him? I thought it was a different guy. No, that was, was a different guy. Underling. That was a different guy. Mm. It was a really good theory, <laughs> though, Jay, and it almost worked perfectly. Are you sure? Yes, I this thought... guy would want to fly under the radar probably a little bit more. And I thought he was a little swarthier. You mean he looks different? For lack of a better word, yeah. I think he had dar- I thought he had darker skin. Oh, he had darker hair. Yeah, like... Suddenly the circle's Maybe getting kind of small. <laughs> In between Maybe. episodes. But he's not... I don't think it's him. But that guy has a ridiculous red mustache. You're going to remember that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's fake. Yeah. Okay, Maybe. so then, so then we get the big speech. I read oh, the AV Club review. Terrible oh. speech. Okay, stop, 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 stop. No. I act. So the, all the AV Club people loved it. As oh, you might I expect. love it. Jay, of course, oh, loves oh, it. Gargle, gargle. So I think the the line, the dialogue is good, but the circumstances around it are not as good. Like, because we haven't seen Luthien in a while, and he's telling it to a character who we don't really know under circumstances that aren't, like, high stakes. 
I like, agree. Like, don't you feel like if it had been the exact same scene, but he says it to Andor when they're like on the verge of hitting a self-destruct button and blowing up everything, it would have been way better. Not really. There's uh there's a truck. <laughs> or like down there, they're about to go over the top. Yeah. Yeah, or, I agree. Should we blow up the gas station? Yeah. I, I, I kinda like the reason why I like the way it worked out is because it is. It's literally showcasing how Luthan Luthan is working with basically pawns and he and it hones in the re, like the whole concept of him saying i'm forced to use the empire's own tactics against them their own right. tools which is literally taking peons forcing them at a young age to become something they're not or mm. basically forcing them when they think they're going to do something good but really ends up being a complete and utter Right. No, Jay, Jay, I understand what the speech is about. No, <laughs> I, but, no but I, that's the reason why I like it. Like, I don't think it would have hit as hard if it were Cassian, because Cassian knows what his place is. He understands, uh, like, he's already one of those, well, semi-degenerate people who are willing to sacrifice people who is willing to sacrifice himself instead of, like, just this wholesome, like, guy who has no idea what he's really getting into mm -hmm. but is completely manipulated and forced and even when he wants out is stuck <laughs> like it didn't bother me when cassian is like eh, why am i doing this and you're like well because i mean you've been doing weird shady shit this whole entire time <laughs> like you have no re so like the fact that it comes from luthien to a peon Some random guy yeah not entirely a random guy, but a guy we don't know as well as Andor. Right, who now has a family, and he's just, and he's like tough, tough nuggies. You know what? Well, I can't date. And then he's like, I can't date. It's <laughs> like, oh, poor guy. I gave yeah, up my yeah. decency. And it's like, yeah, but you're, but so like, yeah. That's that's the main reason why I appreciate it coming from his perspective and considering that like he's living that life of luxury right now right he, he seems yes. to be i mean he's living a life of luxury <laughs> so like wow. him it's me, very hypocritical and it's very much in the vein of what the empire does so like it it, it yeah mm -hmm. that that's 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 why i enjoy it <laughs> all right I just feel like, yeah. Well, I, I, as I explained, I feel like this, if the circumstances had been different, it would have been way, way better. That's my opinion. But no need, no need to reiterate that again. Yeah, I just kind of felt bad for that guy having to stand there and listen to that dribble. <laughs> the dribble. Also, after having to listen to it. Wow. Harsh. Oh, exactly. Help, help, help me reboot Jay. Help me reboot Jay. I I like I like the whole prison scene, all the prison scenes. Um, I, I like how everyone's like, "Wait, what? What's happening? Tell me it's not true!" And then he's just like, and he won't say anything. And finally, he's like, "Shut the hell up! It's true. 
we all suck. Our lives suck. Shut up. <laughs> and I was like, ah, nuts. <laughs> Basically, comes down to nuts. What are we going to do? And then everyone's just like, time to pick up some rods and some gears and some stuff. And I like, and it's kind of messed up that uh, his co-conspirator is the one who gets like immediately shot. <laughs> That's the way it goes sometimes. But it's also, but that saved Cassian, too, so that was kind of good. Yeah, you never know who will live and who will die. Which brings us into Stargirl. Oh, yeah. No. Yes, Unless anyone has anything more to say about it. No, please. <laughs> uh, can we go back to the dashboard, though? Seems like it's not working. Yeah. All right. So, All right, Stargirl. I'm it was back great. to the lobby. Yes, so Stargirl begins with another one of their overly happy montages. Yeah. Alana, yeah. would you like to sing it? No, you can do it. I'm on top of the world, eh? I'm on top of the world, eh? By Alan's favorite band, Imagine Dragons. They're not my favorite band. How dare you? One of your favorite bands? Yeah, but like low. <laughs> low on the favorites. <laughs> Is it top 20? No. Top 50? Actually, I don't even know if I have 50 bands. Name. <laughs> top 25. Only begrudgingly. <laughs> I would rank them in my top 20 festival bands. Yeah. Embrace it, Jay. That's great. Yeah. They're, fan- they're fantastic live. And they got popular because they performed at Firefly when there were no names. And then they blew up at right after they performed at Firefly. Music uh, and whenever they have the chance, they go back. Oh, that's nice of them. So everything's loyalty. coming up with Crocs. The cracks are Capital One Arena, December second. Are you going? But no, because it's packed. Oh yeah, and also because she doesn't like them. I would go. <laughs> no, do, you're not even top twenty. Uh. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so as I was saying, everything's coming up Crocs. The Crocs are just so happy. Yeah, and the and the yeah. bulk of this episode is about trying to mend fences with the Maquettes. We found out they were evil. And they're trying, we're just like, why can't we all just get along? Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of the like timing or like the, the pacing of this episode is sort of confusing because like Mike is still missing, but also the fight happened. And it's and the next all, like, like day, even recovering. though it was at night. Yeah, yeah, from the fight, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it seems I, like more time has passed in the fight versus when Mike disappeared. It, it definitely doesn't pick off where the last episode ended that's for sure but it does yeah. no but not immediately they're not all still in the house all beat up right right uh that's i liked cool. sorry i liked mike's away message when they're trying to reach yeah. him yep i like that too he his voicemail yeah voicemail message yeah that's that is great. what i meant uh also so mama norwegian grandmother says to cameron you must kill courtney and, I, and we were like, <laughs> no, well, no, why no. not that's kill not Rick? No, no, do what you need. That's not what she said. She said, you know what you have to do. Yeah, but oh. that's what she means. It's not in so yeah. many words. She's like, Courtney killed your father. They killed your father, so you know what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. Right. So what's your problem with that? Yeah, what's your problem well, with that? It seems very in line for her personality. We were just surprised. Because like, we feel like he would happily kill Rick. Because they already have beef. Oh, yeah. And you mean sexual tension? That too. <laughs> So, um, but, but yeah. I mean, 
they just beat up their his grandma, grandpa. And his, yeah, they put his grandpa. I put in the his hospital. grandpa in the hospital. I feel like that's pretty considering he loves them and has a good relationship with them. I feel like that would be sufficient (laughs) effort to be pissed enough to go at least want to fight Cordy. Yeah. And I definitely Mm -hmm. wouldn't complain that the show isn't having him like be angsty about needing to fight Cordy and and more feelings. (laughs) You know, he certainly is angsty. More feelings. (laughs) Under attack, enemy attack. There's enemy around, yeah. Okay, so... Anyway, they're living their best life. Everybody loves them. They have friends. Artemis is doing great. You know everybody, school. right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, they're in so, shape. Of course they're in shape. So we have a Rick oh, intervention. Yeah. Let's find next note. Rick intervention? Oh, an, an intervention? intervention? Is that what you said? Yeah. For what? For, For the miracle. hourglass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well... With Beth... Is that really an intervention? Parents. Well, yeah. no, not really. No, Who's kind of. guy? Hey, maybe <laughs> you should take like, that off. Can you? Can you? What do you think? You want to take it off? He's like, no. I'm okay. good. Like, take it off for two minutes. Stop anytime I want. Ten minutes, Rick. He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, mm, but I don't want to I'll kill so you if you tell me what to do. Go up, guys. It's go like up. Every man in the world. <laughs> that is true. That is every true, incel in the world. <laughs> no one likes being told what to do. That's not an incel thing. Mm. I can't tell you how many times my wife has been like, Matt, do this. And I'm like, because you phrased it like that, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> All right. So Did she ask him to take it off, not tell him. Okay, so okay, so then we have a conversation in the Smallville Medical Center. I mean the hospital. Smallville. It's a callback to in Smallville. Smallville. They would go to the Smallville Medical Center every episode. Yep. Oh, that's yeah. true. Right. They had a free good flyer card. So the grandpa talks about how they were persecuted for their powers. That's why they came to America. Yeah. Which is like, uh, yeah, that that's, a, that's a twist. Very excellent. Doing a little, trying to make them sympathetic right before the end. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work, Gramps. <laughs> sure it does. It made me sympathetic. Well, okay. Yes, you can be sympathetic within reason, right? They are killers. Oh, yeah, big time. Well, big well time I mean, mm, yeah. Grandpa <laughs> did what he needed to do to protect his family. Yeah, um, that's what they all say. That's what Jordan said. I'm trying to grandma, protect the world. Grandma. She could kill her. <laughs> He's like but the grandpa. Of the family. But grandpa. Grandpa, just a doting old man, loves his family. Yeah, well, Grum's like, don't so, take sides. So he's an enabler? Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. Where am I getting shot from? Oh, you. Just like Bonnie. <laughs> Is that the All name right. of the Norwegian grandma? No, from Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, there's a reference to Mr. Bloomkiss. I don't, Bloomkist. I don't remember who that is. Bloomkist. I don't know who that is either. No, okay, nobody remembers. That's I fine. I depend on y'all for that kind Alana? of information. What? Who's Mr. Bloomkvist? I don't know. Is he the art teacher? Isn't he already dead? Yeah, but they still could have talked about him. Yeah. That's it. the only note I have. Okay, so then, moving on. Cindy has a, a trap for the ultra-humanite. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she explains what the deal with it is. It's like, it's one of my dad's sick experiments. Mm -hmm. Um, and it'd be pretty, it would be pretty lame if she took the ultra human, human eye down by herself. But I guess he might, because the idea is that the Jordan's the big bad, not the ultra human eye. As it turns right. out. Yeah, that's disappointing. Is it? Yeah. The ultra yeah, human kind of. He's he's definitely a big enough bad guy to be to carry the season, I thought. Mm -hmm. I'm not I mean, like, totally have... disappointed that Jordan's back. I kind of I've accepted it. I've accepted it's not per Degaton. <laughs> I don't know why Jordan was so into these puzzles. Seems a little weird. I hope they talk about that. He likes puzzles. Like, why are you judging him? You like puzzles? Making puzzles. Well, you know, instead of doing his diabolical plans, working on a puzzle. I just hope they address it. Oh, I'm going to die. Okay, but yeah, we'll talk about Jordan later. So they make a successful wish. I don't recall exactly what it is at the they moment. They make, they get back to the diner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Diner drinking milkshakes. Was the milkshakes thing just so they could use it again later? Do you think? Use the milkshakes later? Yeah, well, so you know how the wishes can't be duplicated? So they, they'd be like, take us to the diner and have us be drinking something else. So yeah. That they can, yeah. That makes sense. Which is really thinking ahead. Yeah. All right, should we back out again? Doesn't seem to be working again. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm surprised it worked that well. <laughs> they were pretty specific this time. Yeah, that's true. That's true, that's true. All right. Yeah, moving along here. So Amy Smart, they realized they needed something for Amy Smart to do. Yep. Okay, so they need something for Amy Smart to do. So they have Paula teach her how to use a crossbow, which is funny. Well, and no, have, and have the Norwegian grandma it. threaten her. Yeah, yeah, you're the jumping. Grandma, like, just entering her house and trying to kill her. Yeah, they gotta get oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. They come to my house, I come to your house. And Paula rescues her and, and intimidates an old woman. Yeah, I like yeah. the fact that she's there. The Crocs are like, we can't kill. We gotta figure another way. And their other way is just to shoot a crossbow at them. I know. I like, <laughs> like, you know what's really good for self defense? This large crossbow. That takes time to reload over, like you know, a handgun. Yeah. And I like—I also like the part where Amy Smart's like, "I—I I don't know. I'm not really like a fighter. I—I I don't really like violence and shooting people." And Paul's like, "Courtney does, and she gets that from you." <laughs> and Amy Smart's like, "Okay, fine. I'll do it. You convinced me." It's like, yeah, you want to be a superhero, significant other, or family member. That's what you're you gotta ready to do. Jump ready to fight. Uh, okay, so Cameron says his grandparents are not evil, they're just angry. And also yeah. Jordan's his dad. I, yep, I Jordan I, is in fact his dad. I understand that perspective that they're just angry. Of course. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to see their the people on their side as the the bad guys, the evil people. That's not realistic. But I mean, if they truly have been like chased out, like mm -hmm. constantly haunted, yeah. Yeah, racism sucks. It's not racism. They were hated because of their powers. Close enough. I mean, again, dude, it's like the X-Men. They were hated and feared. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, which, which hunts? I mean, mm -hmm. it's a thing. I, too, would be pissed. Well, yeah, sure. So but I, also, Cameron doesn't know the full story, as usual. Yeah. He doesn't give Courtney a chance to explain your dad was trying to take over the world and was going to kill millions of people. The thing I appreciate about the whole, 
the story of them t that the grandparents tell of them or grandpa tells about them being persecuted and hunted and all that stuff uh, and them fleeing it shows that like it, they were willing to leave like they didn't they weren't the ones who like you know like it gives you that air of authenticity to the idea that maybe they aren't the worst i mean they could have killed the whole, everyone and anything that came their way and they were and they didn't they, I mean, uh, maybe <laughs> well that but that's like that's why i'm saying like it gives it a, a certain air of authenticity to that statement right oh like maybe they, they just got pushed too far and they're like we're not running anymore we're gonna fight and kill you know yeah yeah i guess that's true or maybe they just didn't they were outnumbered and didn't yeah, they just had like, to. Yeah, couldn't fight. So they, yeah, and they said it. it's been an ongoing thing for their whole their family. So I mean, it's most likely like their family has had to learn, and but they keep leaving to make a better life. And like this time, they wanted to make a better life for their son, and now they got screwed. And my son, Rick, Rick I'm uh, getting Grimes. shot from somewhere. I definitely will be curious to know if they actually like keep up with this plot. I'm surprised oh. they're doing this. Um, ah, crap! They're doing all this character development for people so late. I mean, they've been around for a while. I feel like they could have done this earlier. So the thing is, so the reason why they're doing it is because you know that they they had a hunch that they weren't gonna get oh the to be finish the season season ah uh, this their series out yeah. They could finish mm -hmm. out the season, but they wouldn't gonna they weren't gonna get the rest of the actual episodes out. So they wanted to put it in a good place where they felt like they could just end the story. Mm -hmm. At least right, that's I mean, what the writers said. So. Yeah, the season has definitely been a little all over the place in terms of the villains, even more than usual. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it is all, usually all over the place. Mm, I guess that's I suppose that's true. Here, you guys want some chug? Sure. So yeah, the Crocs talk to the McKents, talk about forgiveness. It's hilarious coming from them. Courtney taught us that. Yeah, that was great. Oh, man, they were so great. They come in and they're like, we're, can't we all just get along? We, we used to be bad. Now we're good. Like, <laughs> come on. Let go of the hate, man. Peace and love. It was great. Uh, so then a, a note, think an old JSA enemy. Is that just talking about the ultra humanite again? Yeah. 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 So Pat... Has does a good discussion about uh, Ultra Humanite and how he's used, he put himself in the body of Dolores Winters. Oh yeah, the whole <laughs> the whole backstory. So glad they did that. Appreciated. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, "Is he still Dolores Winters?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> All right, guys, okay. should we get in a car and get out of here? Yep. It's everybody gets their own car. Okay, so yeah, we give some a little bit of grandma crying. And then the biggest, and then my prediction is the biggest team up in Stargirl history. They're going to need, he's like, they're going to need everybody to take down the Ultra Humanite. Well, no, not the, unfortunately, it's not the Ultra Humanite. It's going to be, it's Jordan. Jordan's the big bad. Well, doesn't Pat say something like the whole JSA could barely beat him? We're going to need yeah. every, we're going to need all of our strength. Yeah. Well, that's Cardi true. says that everyone needs to be part of it. Yeah. Including the, McKents and the Crocs. We need the McKents, not the Crocs so much, but the McKents, yeah. 
All right. Yeah. So they're going to do the Marvel thing where it's bringing every character or the last or the thing that they literally just did last season. It's kind it's of a bummer. No, they didn't well, have. Yeah. They didn't have the McKents. <laughs> and you're right. They didn't have the McKents, but they had all the characters that were on the show that season. <laughs> all the good guys. Plus good a couple guys. bad guys. Plus they a couple the bad Crocs. guys. Didn't the Crocs help against Eclipso? Uh, yeah. I think they hit a baseball at him a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it helped a little bit. <laughs> um, oh, and then, of course, we then finally we have the big scene, the, the big tear jerking moment. Artemis, uh, remember oh, Artemis? Oh, this part, yeah. Remember Artemis going to, uh, she's going to Nebraska? Yep. Yeah. Woo! Big the first, Woo! The first or girl gonna, quarterback. Or she's going to lose to Jim Harbaugh and the, Mich- and the Michigan Wolverines. Go yep. Michigan. That's right. And then her parents get lured into the sewer with a very obvious trick that they still fall for. Well, they don't fall for it. They were like, someone wants our attention. We know it's a trap, but they think they're part of the reason they're so great is that they're not afraid of any nothing to nobody or anything. That's right. That's so right. they're just like, let's go see what the deal is. Then mm. they go down like punks. And I was telling Zach, I, w- I don't mind them dying, but I was disappointed that they, um, Went out like there wasn't even like a fight scene. They just got killed, you know. They went out like chumps. Yeah. Went out like chumps. They should have at least had been like a cool like action scene. You know, IMO. I agree. They don't have the budget for it. Are, of course they the, do. Storgo's greatest anime. Mm-hmm. Budget cuts. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So we're very we're Alana and the rest of us are very sorry to see them go. They're way better than the McKents. They were some of the best characters in a show that has a lot of good characters and sucks. <laughs> but the, between this and Kevin Conroy, I was just having a really you know I was having a really tough time. Oh, yeah. sorry about it. At least these are fictional. Mm-hmm. I agree. R.I.P. Kevin. Yep. Here's to you. We dedicate this podcast to you. Here's to his memory. Oh, wait, that should be a question of the day. What is your favorite Kevin Conroy Batman moment? Crisis on, uh, he's, I was going to say Crisis on Two Earths, but he's not in that. That's not. That's James. Like, that's Owlman. Sure? It's Bruce Greenwood, I think, is Batman. Oh, that. We got him. Yeah. That's nothing. I want to shoot people. All right, so the car is, uh, yeah. So we'll be interested to see what happens next. It's a very exciting. Oh, take a fire, take a fire. And like how Cameron reacts to the fact that Jordan's been back, but hiding from him rudely. What you've been doing this whole time? <laughs> yeah, the Not Jordan really thing is. I don't, I don't like it. It's stupid. The Jordan thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't. I didn't want it's him to come back. Very CW. You should not have come back. Surprising, they haven't brought a villain back already. Especially, sure they have. They're going to do the thing where he's like Cell, where he can come back from a single drop of water, which makes sense for that character, at least. Yeah, more than some other ones. Lead on, buddy. Okay, so I have a rapid fire. Wait. Oh shoot. Question um, Alana, can you text Naomi and tell her we're ready for Naomi's notes? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. So I have one question of the day. That's a bunch of rapid fire short questions. Okay. That's not a question of the day. That's 
<laughs> you will say, you will say. Right, these are from the Sherry Shepherd show, the inferior but still entertaining successor to the real. Okay, and it's, it's Thanksgiving themed. Thanksgiving questions. Okay, turkey or ham? Turkey. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a hard question since we're mostly Jews here. What's the next one? Sure, me. Okay, Wait, uh, I wasn't listening. What was the question? Ah, turkey or ham? Was... Yeah, turkey. I don't eat ham. Ham. All right. Uh, next up, sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? Neither. Uh, potato. Watch out, Zach. You're under attack. Neither. No, you have to pick one. Neither. Yeah, Neither. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mac wait, and cheese. Wait, or, hold on. Pumpkin pie with, with like whipped cream or ice cream, or are we just saying straight up? You can eat it with whatever you want. Too much information. No, no, you don't get any more information. <laughs> Ready up. Go faster, Zach. Well, I was waiting for everyone to answer. Mac and cheese or mashed potatoes? Mac and cheese. That's mashed easy. Potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Mash. Oh, well, I thought you loved mac and cheese. Um, not at Thanksgiving. Wait, is it by yourself? Is it by itself or as a side? It's by its just by itself. Then definitely as mac a side. And cheese. Wait, definitely mac and cheese. Just what? alone? No, like no follow-up questions. Okay, moving on. Green bean I'll casserole. Eat it as a so- <laughs> I'll eat mac and cheese as a solo meal. I won't eat mashed potatoes as a solo meal. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Good point. Are we returning to lobby? No, ready up. I did. Oh, then yes, we should return to lobby because it's broken. Okay. Uh, green bean casserole or Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I would be inclined to agree, though. I feel like the way people make it at home, green bean casserole is better. Okay, planes, no, trains, and automobiles. always gross. Okay, planes, trains, and automobiles or Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? Planes, trains, automobiles. No, that, mo- that movie's stressful. I like Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. We <laughs> don't watch movies on Thanksgiving. Ooh, football. The answer is football. Detroit Lions yeah. football. I say Charlie Brown. And then finally, nap or go for seconds? Go for seconds. I bet. Can I do both? No. <laughs> it's a can, I go for it. can I nap and build up energy for round two? <sighs> Why do I, I would take a nap midway through round two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your face in the plate. Uh, I mean, I do that now. <laughs> <laughs> I do right. that on a daily. All right. So those are all the Sherry Shepard Thanksgiving questions. Thank you for your participation. No problem. Do you have other questions of the day or was that it? That's it. Unless I can think of the one I was thinking of, but I am not succeeding. Zach, you didn't ask the classic one. Canned cranberry or homemade cranberry? Homemade. Homemade. Yeah, who's going to say canned? Um, I love that. I'd rather have canned. Hell yeah, Jay. Hell yeah. (laughs) Finally, something they agree on. (laughs) Yeah, finally. (laughs) Canned cranberry sauce makes men together. <laughs> All right, so I will do two two questions of the day. Wait, I'm Wait. sorry. When are we doing Naomi's notes? We'll do them after the questions of the day, or should we do okay. them now? We can do, do them now. Okay, I'm right here. I mean, I've I've already been participating. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Naomi. Wait, no, I mean, we can, no, we can let's do the questions. We can finish the questions. I'll be a part of it. Whatever. Okay, okay, okay that right. way she can participate. All right. All right. 
Question number one. Would you rather have a turtle shell for defense or be able to shoot squid ink for offense? For offense. 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 Squid ink. Do you have control over when the squid ink comes out? Of course. Yeah. Do what I about... have control? Like, is the shell permanent? Yeah. Uh, no, you, you can, like, you can, like, uh, expand it or attract it. You don't no, see no, it all no. the time. You can it's, activate it. It's there all the time. Whose and question like, is this, Alana? It's there all the time, but you don't have to go inside of it all the time. No, right. it's not there all the time. It, 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 no, it, otherwise, the time. like, you don't have, ten you have <laughs> tentacles all the time, then. For the other one. No, that's not... Uh, the squid ink doesn't no, you have can the just poop. Whose question is it, Alana? I feel like everyone's going to say squid ink. Yeah. Yeah, because the, you wouldn't want the shell out all the time. Yeah, you need the shell. Know. Yeah, exactly. So let's make the shell option a little bit more attractive and say that you can retract it. I think I'd rather that's have the shell. But that doesn't exist <laughs> in the world. Yeah, that's why it's a, it's just a question. It's pretend. I'd rather have the shell, regardless. Okay. okay. I would rather have squid ink, regardless. Yeah. Who's down? Me. Hmm. Enemies. All right, I'm coming. Yeah, does anyone not say squid ink? <laughs> um, well, Naomi. Yes, yeah, besides uh, Naomi. They're coming. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> you would always have your home with you. Oh, yeah, if you could live inside it. <laughs> I think I would probably do turtle shell because squid ink could get messy if I, if yeah, I had trouble. Imagine you that. have a bad squid ink day. Yeah. <laughs> or you like yeah. ink the wrong person. It's a lot of responsibility. But if I, it's only and it's only offensive, so I couldn't use it for defense. Well, like no, I mean you could use it however you want. But you could use it to be a superhero. It doesn't. Man. It doesn't protect you, per se. Sort of. Sort of. Done. <laughs> All right. in the eye. Go. I can say I'll say turtle shell as well. Yeah. All right. Did everybody uh, answer, Alana? I said good ink. Okay. <laughs> okay. Question number three. Would you rather be cut? So you have no. so in this question, you are cut off from the internet. You cannot use it in any capacity. No. Would you rather be <laughs> cut off from the oh. internet on weekday nights or weekend days? Wait. Say that again. <laughs> okay. So you're cut off from the internet. But the times that you're cut off is the question. So would you rather be cut off from the internet completely? Weekend, weekday nights, or weekend days? Weekend days, clearly, because there's stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I think weekend. Yeah, I can find other stuff on the weekends. But it's also only a couple hours if it's at night, as opposed to the entire I would day. say weekday nights, just because we have, we have a lot of stuff going on weekday nights. And, like, uh -huh. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the... If you're I Jewish guess... and you keep Shabbat, it's not a hypothetical question. So That's weekday right. nights or weekends completely? Well, weekend days completely, yeah. So you could go on at night on the weekends? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going weekday nights. I mean, you, guys, you wouldn't be able to game. That's true. But I feel like weekday nights is when you're more likely to use the internet. Yeah, because week weekends, you're out doing stuff. Right. Yeah, I think I would do weekend days. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because we're out doing stuff, Naomi. Sure, man. Yeah. At home, at the, during the week, we're just hanging out. I guess we wouldn't be able to watch TV without the internet, would we? Well, 
we could watch like DVDs and stuff. You have to, you have to get DVDs from your library. <laughs> you have to subscribe to cable. Pull we have a DVD collection, limited. Yeah. More, even more limited after Zach borrowed some. You know, Zach. Zach cleaned us out. You guys I chose to. I heard that Matt gave you our copy of The Princess Bride. Is that true? Yes. Uh -oh. Do you want it back? You can have it back. I mean, kind uh -oh. of, but it's also it's on Disney Plus, so we're okay. <laughs> we'll survive. How, how many times have we watched in the past five years? One. I'm glad you're okay. We watched All it right. on my birthday. All right, time for Naomi's notes. Yes. Okay. Welcome to Naomi's notes. I'm not as prepared. Hi, Naomi. <laughs> I'm not as prepared as I was last time, and so this is going to be short. Um, Even less prepared than last time. I was very prepared last time. Okay. Anyway, um, today's notes are about a film that I watched recently on Disney Plus called Descendants. Mm -hmm. Um, not the Descendants. That's a different movie. With George is it about the band? What? The band. The band, The Descendants. No, The Descendants, I think, is the one with George Clooney that takes place in Hawaii. Oh, that's right. Descendants is on Disney+, and it is about the descendants of Disney characters. Um, the main characters of Descendants are the children of villains, specifically Maleficent's daughter, the evil queen's daughter, Corella Deville's son, and Jafar's son are the four main characters. And then there's also characters in the movie that are descendants of the good guys in the original films. Um, Cinderella's son is in it. Dopey's son is in it. Um, Sounds like there's a lot of characters. Mulan's yep. daughter. It's like all the people. Um, so. It's pretty much what you think of when you think of, like, Disney Channel movies. It's a very similar vibe, I would say, to, like, a high school musical kind of situation. In terms of uh, budget budget as well. It, is there <laughs> yes. singing? Values. Oh, yes. There's singing and dancing, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, some real catchy uh, songs. But I have to say, very, um, like... Whose notes is this? Whose notes is this? <laughs> okay, fine. Good point. No, no. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? <laughs> the intro to the uh, songs was a little jarring. They didn't have quite as much lead up as I ex as I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I watched new kid musicals. God. <laughs> right. So I was left with a. So I enjoyed the film. I watched it with our seven-year-old daughter. Let it be known. You see the target audience. Yes. No, 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 no. Older. older. Naomi, no, older. there's all this like she like she this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend, I'm dating her, I'm dating him. She's she's not old enough for stuff like that to like really appreciate it. And sorry to say this, but she is. No, she's not. Oh. You're, right. you're you're not right. <laughs> all her friends are really into it, so she's hundred percent the target demographic. Anywho, <laughs> um it was good. Um, like it was enjoyable. I like, you know, I like Disney. I like musicals, all of that. Um, I was left with a lot of questions that were not answered. 
<laughs> um, but maybe I was thinking too much about it. Like who Jafar had sex with? Yeah, that was a big question. How did Jafar have a son? Uh, well, when a man meets a woman, and when Jafar he... loves someone very much, yeah, did he die Jafar... at the end of the movie? Magic. No, he gets, he gets turned into a genie. Right, and then he gets Magic. put in the, and then he gets put in the lamp. <laughs> Magic. So how? Well, did he... Yeah. Magic. Well, as a genie, surely he can create life. No, that's, that's one of the rules. What? No, you can't take life. You can't yeah. kill people. You can no, create I life. I guess. I guess that's Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if Aladdin and Jasmine ever had like infertility issues, they could just wish. Oh for shit! A baby. I'm under attack. Ah! Stop that. Um. Anyway. The guild. So there were lots of questions like that. Um. Oh, also, the fairy godmother was in it. She played the headmistress of the school. Um. But she was like the same age slash generation as like all of the parents in the movie, like Cinderella, Belle, etc. Um, which was strange to me because she was old in the Cinderella movie. Um, <laughs> but again, it's had... magic. She could be anything. She could survive she, different ages. And she had a daughter who was the same age as everyone else's kids. So that was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> But there were some good messages in it about how, you know, nobody's born evil and we need to give people a chance and everyone's capable of change. And, um... Kind of like a Stargirl. Yeah. I I would say it's a good... It was a good premise. It was an interesting idea. Yeah. The general premise is that basically there's some island where they outcast all the villains to so that they didn't have access to magic and they, like, couldn't harm anybody. Um, and then they mm. went on living their, like, perfect lives or whatever. Australia! Um, right, basically. And then um, Belle's son is about to become king because apparently you just automatically become king when you turn 16 for some reason. Even if your dad's still alive. You are 16. <laughs> um, and so... He's going to become king, and the thing he wants to do when he becomes king is bring over just a few of the kids from this place who, like, grew up in the land of the villains um, to, like, give them a chance at being good. So that's what he does. Um, Some notable moments are when um, Cruella's son... Oh, before I go into this, um, all of their names were, like, ridiculous. And, like, basically their mm-hmm. parents' names. So, like, okay. Jafar's, son, Jafar's son is Jay. And, yeah, just like you, Jay. Woo! And- <laughs> Shout out to the I'm Jays magical. out there. And um, Corella's son is Carlos. And the evil queen's daughter is Evie. And Wait, Malef- Zach, should we be doing these signal booster quests? Yeah, probably. And Maleficent's right. daughter is Go to Matt. the marker. You get the idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anywho, so that was dumb. But anyway, so okay, so Carlos, Perella Deville's son, comes to this place, and in the evil world or whatever, there's no dogs because, you know, dogs because, aren't evil. Dogs are the good. Na- the Nazis won. Perella took them all. They're man's right. best friend. Right, they're man's best friend. So anyway. No, because they've been so, skinned. So he's like never seen a dog before, but he grew there's up with his, with his mom, and his mom constantly telling him, like, dogs are terrible, they're evil. 
they're scary, they're going to hurt you, like, be afraid of dogs, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes into this world, and he's really afraid of dogs. And then there's this cute old doggy that lives on the property of their school, it's like a boarding school that they all go to. And one day the doggy comes running up to him, and he, like, freaks out and runs off into the woods, and he's, like, freaking out that the monsters are going to attack me. But then he realizes really quickly that the dog's really cute, and then they become best friends. And it's really sweet about, you know, the whole, like, what's that South Pacific song? You've got to be taught to hate kind of a thing. So are That's you right. telling you us that you guys are going to get taught. a dog? So you guys hate are going to tell... Fear. So are you uh, telling us you're going to get a dog? No. <laughs> we, know the, we know the awful truth about dogs. <laughs> right. Actually, um, I have a coworker who hates dogs. I don't hate dogs. I just don't want <laughs> to own one. Mm. Do you want anyway. that? Do you want it? Do you want them to be more like a partner? Not gonna. What? I'm not gonna respond to that. Like not own it, just like be friends with it. No. Anywho, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's kind of the general gist of the film. Um, I don't know if I recommend it, <laughs> but if you have like a kid in your life and you want to be cool and like watch a fun film with them, I will say it's very popular. They might very, enjoy very it. Yeah. popular. Yeah, all the kids are super into it. And I don't Probably. think I realized before I watched it that there were characters, pretty main characters, who were like the good guys kids because every time I see a kid dress up from the movie they're always dressed up as one of the bad guys kids because they have like fun cool clothes and hair and stuff because they're big characters yeah but like I don't know no one's dressing up as like um friggin um Chad like me well I was not gonna use a boy as an example because boys usually don't but, but like um what's her name Jane the fair godmother's daughter yeah it's because she's like a loser Wow. She is. Wow. That's part of the plot is that she's a loser. But then Mal makes her hair super cute and then she's not a loser anymore. Wow, that's superficial. Yeah, there's some <laughs> weird stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. That teaches you great values there. It's not always, they don't always teach the best values. That's right. Yeah. All right, guys, should we go? Hey, let's do some more. Let's do one more of these um, fucking things. Right, oh, guys. and the other, thing, the, other one, the other thing I'll say about it is that randomly, um, Kristen Chenoweth plays Maleficent. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So like that's a big name they got there, and she yeah. she's like the best part of the movie. I think she's great. Yeah, she does nice. a good job. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my notes. All right, thank you, Naomi, for that another edition of Naomi's Notes. And thank you all for joining us here on Tuesday Night Gaming. Catch us every week at Twitch.tv slash MC Slanty. Group up with us next time. Bye, friends.